0: Hey, hey, it's Janae. Welcome back to Journeys with Janae, the podcast. Happy New Year. I hope everyone enjoys their holidays and are in good spirits. Today's topic is based on childhood, where you'll get to know a little about my parents and how your childhood affects your life as an adult. Have you ever sat down and really thought about how your childhood has affected your life as an adult? As a child, I knew that the ideal family was supposed to be a mom, a dad, your siblings, grandparents, and a host of other family members such as aunts, uncles, cousins, and so on. When I say ideal, I mean that is what is portrayed to be a family, right? But in reality, about 50% of families do not consist of that family structure. So is this not considered a family? I grew up in a household with just my mom and I. My mother's name is Mary, and I watched her sacrifice so much to make sure that I didn't miss out on anything. From a little girl, I can remember my mom telling me every morning and night that she loved me. I thought that was a normal thing, that all moms tell their kids they love them, right? Not until I got a little older, maybe in elementary school, that I started to notice that many parents don't tell their children that they love them. Some don't even show affection. This is also when I realized that some people are raised on love and some people are raised on survival. Every household wasn't the same. I used to think that I was missing out on things because my dad didn't live in a house with my mom and I or because I didn't spend the weekends with my grandparents. My dad's name is Wale, and I used to be so sad as a little girl because he wasn't around. And I always used to have the idea in my head, like, all girls are supposed to be daddy's little girl, right? I guess because in the physical, he wasn't there, but he was always a phone call away. And I just, you know, wanted him to be there with my mom and I, if that makes sense. But anyway, throughout my childhood, my mom gave me so much love and attention that I didn't think that I was missing out on anything because she covered all the bases in my life. I didn't think too deep into it because I saw other families who didn't have the ideal family structure as well. So as time went on, I felt like, hey, things happen, you know? You must live the life that was given to you. Not until about high school, as most young girls at the time, they start to feel themselves. I started running the streets and thinking I was grown. (laughs) It wasn't because I was a bad child or my household wasn't correct. It was basically because I felt like I didn't have an outlet or anyone to really talk to about the emotions that I had bottled up for so long. It was the only outlet at the time that I thought I had. As always, my mom was there for me, but I didn't want to talk to her about the things that were bothering me because I didn't want to make her feel bad or make her feel as though she wasn't doing her part as a mom. So, running the streets, staying out late, and sometimes not even coming home until the next day or days later was my outlet at the time. I thought I was grown, and I I knew everything. (laughs) Even when my mom would tell me, like, you know, you shouldn't be doing that, or even that I was stressing her out at the time, I didn't care. I was doing what I wanted to do. At least that's what I thought at the time. This went on for a while, until one day, my mother put her foot down. (laughs) I came home one day from staying the night out, and my mother had put the chain lock on the door. I was tight, like, girl, for real. I was knocking on the door and calling her name. All she did was come to the door and say, go back where you came from, and walked off. At that point, while standing in that hallway, it hit me, like, girl, you're not grown. And I knew at that very moment that my mother was tired of my shit. Like, mom, you know I can't go back where I came from so please just open the door. <laughs> at that point, I realized I was doing what I wanted to do more because of that's what I wanted to do. I started getting my act together. Growing up, I never saw my mom stay out late or come in the house at all times of night. Her main priority at all times was me. I say this to say that Parents can set a good example for their children, but at the end of the day, the kid is going to do what he or she wants to do. You can get your child all the materialistic things in the world, but that doesn't amount to anything. Children just want to spend time with their parents. They want attention, along with love and affection, to be acknowledged. I am so thankful that my mom put in so much time with me. I'm not a parent yet, but... I am someone's child, so from my own personal experience, I just want to say to all the parents out there, no matter the age of your children, just be mindful. Children have feelings, children get exhausted, and children notice everything. The small things that you don't think affects your child, it does. Show your children love, genuine love, no matter what. It will take them a long way in this thing we call life. We didn't have the most when I was growing up, but my mom always made a way. She was big on love and big on having a relationship with God. You know, your own personal relationship with God at that. My mom always made sure that I prayed and that I knew that no matter what people do to you on earth, that God would never let you down. Through the good, the bad, the happy, and the sad, he will always be there for you. As an adult, I'm so grateful for that. Because my heart is so big, and when I'm going through, the main person I'm calling on is God. He is the Alpha and the Omega. Speaking of God and love and all of that, (laughs) this takes me to after I graduated high school and went to college. I started dating this one boy, and no one couldn't tell me that we weren't going to be together forever. Girl, (laughs) you know how it is when you start dating somebody. What they used to call it? Your little puppy love. Yeah, that. Things were going good in the beginning. He was taking me out, buying me things, and doing all that stuff, you know, when a relationship is new and they want to keep you. Until things got bad. And, you know, I mean really bad. Once violence and cheating and all that thing started, is when I got back into my emotions about my dad being absent during my childhood. My mom never had a man staying with us or had a man playing a father figure to me. So, you know, being young and not knowing, you tend to put up with anything. Don't act like you ain't been there before. (laughs) Yeah, okay. I never saw my mom loved correctly by a man when I was growing up. So, honestly, I didn't know. I used to say, if you can't love me like my mom could love me, then you're not the one for me. But then I had to realize that no one can honestly love you that way because it's a totally different type of love. At the end of that relationship, I started questioning myself. I would sit back and think about all the things that I allowed to happen and try to, you know, wrap my mind around it all. I was in a dark space. You know how you get after a breakup, right? (laughs) Don't act like you ain't been there, okay? But during this time, I always had to remember that God wouldn't put me through more than I could bear. That's the only thing that got me through. He's the only thing that got me through. I'm forever thankful for the man upstairs. He has brought me out of so many dark spaces and still to this day is helping me through journeys and getting me out of these dark spaces. I say this to say, when you know better, you do better. Don't let what you see growing up become your reality. Go out and explore the world. Make your own story. Do it for you. My maternal grandparents died when I was younger and my paternal grandparents lived in two different states so I don't know what it's like to grow up with grandparents so when I saw people who had their grandparents and they had such good relationships with them it was so amazing for me to see when I got of an age to start thinking about starting a family or marrying someone I'm not married yet but what we are gonna do is speaking into existence (laughs) <laughs> but no, seriously, I knew that I wanted my partner to have a big family or be family oriented because that's something that, you know, I really didn't get to experience growing up. I don't know if that's the reason why I'm so big on family or if it's that my family on my mother's side was so small growing up that, you know, I just always knew that I wanted more. As I sit here and express how I feel, how your childhood can affect your life as an adult, I think of it in all aspects from relationships, friendships, how you deal with your emotions, how you handle your finances. It's all like a circle. One big cycle, you know? We tend to say, well, that's how I was raised, or that's just me to justify things in our life. But in reality, is it? People tend to use that. Oh, that's how I was raised, or that's just me for an excuse to be a bad person, or people tend to use mistreating others. That is not okay. Do better. Growing up, my mom didn't have many friends and used to always tell me that everyone who you think is your friend, isn't. I used to be like, yeah, 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 whatever, and never really understood why she was always saying that to me. Her favorite line was, that girl ain't your friend. I now see the reason why she was home most of the time, enjoying her own company, and spend the time with her daughter. She was avoiding drama. My mom had so-called friends do so many cruel things to her that at one point in time, she dropped trusting people altogether. Now that I'm Adele and have gone through betrayal from friends, I see that she was only protecting her peace, living for her. I'm so thankful for all the talks we had while I was growing up. She was avoiding people playing with her emotions and just loving on herself. I'm 31 years old, and I can honestly see why she was always to herself. Because, baby, life is so much more peaceful. Everyone that you think is real is not as real as you think they are. Being home with my snacks and a little wine and a good show is so top tier. I love my alone time. How can you be there for someone else if you aren't there for yourself? Everything starts with you. I previously stated that growing up, we didn't have a lot, but my mom made sure that I didn't miss out on anything. She didn't have the most money, but she made sure that I had all the necessary essentials and then some. When I got to the age to start working, I always wanted to treat my moms as something. I'm learning now that that is a part of my love language. I don't mind spending money on the people that I love or buying them something as a token of my appreciation for them being in my life, you know? I don't know where I got it from, but I like expensive things. So I tend to overshop or buy myself things that, you know, it's more of a need and not a want. (laughs) No, no, no. It's more of a want and not a need. You know what I mean. But I think a big part of that comes from some things that I wanted as a child, I couldn't get. So I go all out now. If I want something, I'm going to get it. It got so bad that sometimes I'd be in my little feelings and I'd be like, oh, I'm sad. Let me go buy something to make myself feel better. <laughs> what they call it? Retail therapy, right? Even though I spend money frequently on things that I want, I'm so big on savings. I may splurge and buy nice things, but I always have something in the cut, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Anyways, while recording this episode... I really reflected on the time that I spent with both of my parents and things that I've learned. My mom was my go-to. She was always there for me, physically, mentally, and emotionally. She wasn't always the easiest to talk to because she didn't take no mess. She was so hard on me growing up, but I now realize that she was just protecting me from the evil of this world. She would put me in my place no matter what age I was. (laughs) <laughs> but then on the other hand Was my dad We weren't in the same state So our relationship was a bit different We always talked on the phone And he always told me about my family on his side And we would have numerous conversations About literally everything Nothing was off limits with talking to him <laughs> I remember my dad out me for the first time You know how the older people be all up in the camera That was him. I was like, all right, Dad, back up now. It was so funny to me, but it's a memory that I will never forget. And all the voicemails he left when he used to call, I'll cherish forever. He was more relaxed on the discipline side. I guess because I was the only girl with four brothers, he didn't really have to be that strict with me. I had very different relationships with both of my parents, but I loved them unconditionally. Sadly, I have lost both of my parents. My mom passed away during the pandemic on June 5th, 2020. Her passing really broke my heart into pieces. Still to this day, I'm going through the grieving journey. While working on my podcast, I received a call from my brother that changed my life forever. My brother told me that my dad passed away. My whole body went numb. I couldn't believe it. To be in this world at the age of 31 and not have either your parents is a hard pill to swallow. My dad passed away on November 5th, 2023. Something that took me by surprise with this situation is that they both passed on the 5th, but different months. And my mother's death date, which is June 5th, equals 11, which is the month my dad passed. For me, that's real personal. I guess God is trying to send me a message, and I don't know what it is, God, but I'll receive it. This episode is dedicated to Mary and Wally. Thank you both for creating me. I hope that I'm making the both of you proud. No matter what you have went through in your childhood growing up, your adult life doesn't have to be dictated by it. Be your own person. Find yourself. Understand who you really are as a person. Make sure you're whole for your children. They notice it all. Think about your childhood, but don't relive it and don't let it take over your adult life. Let's really break generational curses in all aspects of our lives. Whew, all right now. I feel like I rambled on enough for y'all, but feel free to share your thoughts with me. Leave questions and comments on the Spotify app. Also, if you have any topics that you want me to discuss, don't hesitate to send it over to the email Journeys with Janae at gmail.com with Janae being spelled J A N E E. Check us out on Instagram at Journeys with Janae underscore the podcast and on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. As always, send in love, peace, and growth on your journey. Until next time, Janae.